gear up for the match with suitable casual clobber. From overshirts and jackets to polos and tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats and more. Fritisglada is making waves in the pubs and on the terraces. Come join the FDR movement and get 15% off with your discount code WMS. Stand out in the crowd, be indie, search FDR clothing online and on socials. Say a podcast. Um, the game's literally just finished. I'm uh, I'm in the Harbour View, and I'm uh, I'm still Matthew Keelan, as, uh, as as I often forget to tell you. Um, I'm joined uh, by Stephen Goldsmith, who's uh, having a nice time. Well, we're all having a nice lovely time. time. Lovely, lovely time. Lovely time. After the last few games, amazing. I uh, well, I've got something to ask you about. Uh, new sponsor, Fritis Glada. Mm. Uh, you'll know a lot about it. Yeah, no, uh, massive lads fans started this brand up, Fritter Sklada, um, casual clothing, doing really well nationwide, um, but particularly here, and I would say go and check it out. I was on looking for some, there's some sweatshirts and hoodies have just brought out and they're sold out really, really quickly, so they've just restocked on those, so I would say go and have a look at those. FDR clothing, uh, online, we'll take you to the website, if you, do, if you Google FDR clothing or if you do Facebook or Twitter or Instagram you can find it there yeah good do that discount code as well I think WMS15 I believe I believe so yeah. well that's what you told us you yeah, did well, well that's what I said on the other podcast I would say give it a go and then get in touch if it doesn't work yeah but I think they're setting it up they said they're setting it up yeah well it was Rebecca's here as well if you anyone wants to chip in really well I say anyone there's just um, well I had us down to lose this heavily uh, 5-1 I believe I said I agree I thought we were going to yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. We're I don't away think, than at home, so I suppose. I don't think anyone had us down to win this. Well, I, I did a bit with um, our good friend Gary Gowers from My Football Writer, and I said while I wasn't feeling confident, I did predict 1 1 just because I thought we had to stop the rot at some point, and I thought that we would rather play against a team like Norwich than a team like Stoke or Rotherham who were just going to bully us off the pitch, because Norwich, in theory, weren't going to do that. So I can't sit here and pretend it's. I pretend that I thought we were going to win, though. I was, I was hopeful that a draw might have stopped the run. I think, I mean, it's the performance was great. Really, you can't considering we've. It's just you look at the bench, the depleted squad that we had out. It was the same team as last week, which will have raised a few eyebrows. Um, the midfield was non-existent last week, and then this week. It shows, I mean, Stoke are not a football inside, Norwich are. But give us a chance, didn't it? Yeah. Against a team like that, I think. I think it helped that we got given a lot of space and time on the ball that we don't normally see against a lot of teams. Um, I think that really helped playing a, a football inside like Norwich. 
I think, yeah, and you just look at the table there, we're three points behind Norwich now. So, you know, what, was, what was interesting, you know, Danny Bard got man the match, and I think that just shows these kind of games you need that experience in those players. Luke O'Neill was the one who stood out, who just got us through that game, and some of that's been lacking the last few games. Gooch came on, he was great. And yeah, and then again, another player who's experienced, and, he, and, and it's not always about being pleasing on the eye and cutting teams open. You need to roll your sleeves up sometimes and just get through these games. And one thing again, I just mentioned when I did that little bit for the for the, um, for the Norwich um, blog, I did say one thing you can't accuse this team of is. Is getting letting them, uh, they don't put their heads down, they keep going and they'll give it a go. To the detriment sometimes. Yeah, exactly. That's why yeah, we got yeah. big five yeah. last week because you're just like. Did it, I'd, I've said at the beginning that I envisaged, I, I thought if Norwich had scored early, I think it would have been, it could have been a, a really long afternoon. But I think the way we started, we did give them a bit of, we did give them a lot of space in the first 10 minutes. They were getting in behind the fullbacks. But they never really. They never. Patterson was not busy. You wouldn't no, see. I, I don't ever got going really. Not know what I think Norwich are capable of. Yeah, a lot of the ball around the box. Them, yeah. Never really sliced us open though, did they? You never. Yeah. Like, yeah. We kind of kept them at arm's length despite them having a lot of heavy pressure around like, our box, like you say. But you know, and the goal. Fantastic, amazing goal! That little um, step over before he shifts it and hits it. it I mean, he's put it in the it's other set of forwards. Finish. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he's put it in the other corner. The, the goalkeeper's just wrong. He's wrong-footed. The goalkeeper. Yeah. They're going about the, the commentator abysmal, by the way. The commentary <laughs> appalling. The officiating appalling. As per usual. Just, but he was going. The keeper's blindsided. He's not really. He's just tricked him. Like the keeper's guard. Oh, well, he's put it in the other. It's a brilliant finish from Bar. Yeah. Really I thought good. he was good. Yeah. Um, Eddie Shintmads in the middle was all right. <laughs> he did to quote Tom Walsh. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't. There wouldn't be one player you would look at really and say didn't roll the sleeves up or or do the part. I thought Hume was going to be in for a tough afternoon after the first ten minutes because he kept getting it. He kept getting caught. But yeah, great. Second half, I think Norwich had said it came up. They had seventy-five percent possession. But I can't really remember them having a shot on target in the second half. They were, always gonna, they were always gonna have more possession yeah. than us. That was just like we've said the way they play, that was a given, that was always gonna happen. It was always gonna be about what we can do on the counter-attack. It was and how the, we can defend. It was the first 15 minutes that, that surprised me in the second half, because I thought they would come out. Say that was a Dean Smith team, they would have come out. Because you know exactly yeah. what he would have done. I don't know what this... Their guy, their manager's weird as well. <laughs> no, he is. Wagner's a freak. He's a very right? Norwich appointment, isn't he? They, they do like a certain brand of football, yeah. a certain style of, of manager. But, um, no, you know what? They all stood up and I was worried about, you know, midway through the second half, you thought who, who were going to bring on from the bench to, to help this. Not convinced on Equas, what I'm seeing so far. Um... I think you've been quite polite really, there. Really early days, you know. And when Michu first came, he didn't play for ages. And, you know, he's a young lad who hasn't played much first-team football. You know, I think sometimes you can forget that because of the size of him. He looks, he's, a, he's an absolute yeah. unit, isn't he? But he he's quite scared of the he's ball. He's a young, inexperienced lad. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't help things when he come on. I don't think you can say any of them had a bad game. No, no. Even Equad, I mean, he wasn't, you know, outstanding, but I don't think he, he had a terrible game. I thought he was... 
Oh, I, I don't know. Like, Anxious, I, I, I would say. Yeah, he, look, he did. He looked scared. But that's it, natural. Like, when looked, you don't have a lot of first team football in the bank, yeah, you're going to be anxious. Scared of, he looked scared. Yeah, we need He's him. He's kind of like avoiding the ball. We need him not to be scared. Well, like, yeah, it, it's, no. the, it's the obvious position where we need somebody like that to come into the team. We're all saying, you know, we got sliced open through the middle last week. Barr was a much better choice to play there than, than Pritchard was. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but you do kind of need a bit more physicality in there, as well as they did it, yeah? Yeah. And Ekwar fits up profile on paper. Right, but he doesn't seem to well, in reality. I think... Yeah. Um, the doubt, it's really Le- early for um, uh, Lehadji, I thought, was great. He made a difference. He's definitely going to be an outlet, isn't yeah. he? Like, he's definitely going to be very useful well it's the last thing they needed when they're yeah. trying to get back into the game yeah. oh this guy's actually just, he's just going to hit the ball and run after it you know even if we didn't realistically think anything was going to come from that but then he gets throw-ins and corners yeah. and fouls he was that. taking three players with him every time he was doing it and yeah. it's, it's getting us 20 yards up the pitch which again links back to why you need centre forwards because that well you know you give your centre forward the ball a hole you get up the pitch well not more about that we just won a game centre forwards I thought Gellar played well if he'd scored that goal yeah. that you support in the first half, it's a perfect game for no, him. He did nothing wrong. He has to score there, to be yeah, fair. He does, yeah. yeah. He does. Yeah, well, yeah, but we all make mistakes. But he did, we? well, many, <laughs> many. Yeah. But he, he did a lot of good work, though. I thought it was, I thought it was good, and I think best game for us I think yeah. I would say yeah. so yeah. I think yeah. from Oakland it says a lot to come from a 5-1 defeated home at the store yeah. to then play like they did today and win 1-0 against Norwich yeah. it says a lot about their mentality as a team and how strong they are as a team Yeah. You, 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 you've got to give them a lot a lot of credit I, I, I didn't give us a hope in hell today I, I thought Norwich would, would dismantle the team especially when you saw it was the same team so right well how many do you want because I looked at our next six games and thought no points from that to be honest last well, Saturday you could have feasibly seen us losing the yeah. next three like, I today. never thought we'd win today watching last Saturday's performance and, and I think it's, it's a testament to them how they've done today and I think the manager with his substitutions as well he took a, he took some really unwarranted stick during the week yeah. Tony Mowbray which is just ridiculous you know people questioning him and whatever he got it wrong last week He's the last person you could be blaming for, for our. Well, this is wrong. Team, team selections, but, it, but we've criticised. But that's all fine. All, but he, he, he came out yeah. last week and said, "Look, it was my fault." You'll I, never have a football manager who fans don't criticise the team selections and get things wrong. It's impossible. That's never going to happen. So, and, and he, but he, 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 Moby is the first to admit when it goes, and it's not him going, "Oh well, I'm sorry." It's not him just like whinging. It's like he's got it wrong, right? I'd far rather have that. Than some, you know, arsehole like Lee Johnson coming out and blaming other stuff and saying like, Mowbray come out, got it wrong, we move on, and he's moved on, and we've gone away to, I think they were re- in reasonable nick Norwich, yeah. and we've beaten them one 0 and you can't uh, just like I mentioned the referee. Well, I was going to say because had, had we lost referee. the game, had we lost the game, you can always be um, accused of just blaming the ref for a, a defeat. So let's just. The fact we've won is not going to stop us from going in on how insane that performance was. This, how many games in a row has it been now? What, just inept well, referee? Just talking about how bad the referee was and just mind-blowing decisions. That one in the first half, where, the, where was it Max Ahrens who went down, oh, when Clark yeah. was nowhere near him. Now, the thing, I mean, the thing with that is, like, so he was nowhere near him, he didn't touch him, so the ref couldn't have seen that so he could have translated it as a foul all he could have possibly seen was 
a Norwich player go down. So what? Why are you guessing? Why? Why are you giving the benefit of the doubt? Player has gone down because you can't translate it as a foul because he was nowhere near him. So that's in, it's impossible. It's, it's you just oh well, I'm going <laughs> to believe him. Yeah, like why? So in other words, you might as well just keep throwing yourself to the ground because the rest going to guess and give you it. I think my problem with referees and there are many who grows up wanting to be a referee is the first one but my issue is they turn up essentially for work every week they're all shit they're all rubbish and nothing ever ha- not, nothing, ha- nothing will happen to that referee Dave, because we've won 1-0 no one's been cost you know it hasn't cost us a game it, exactly and like you look at that the tackle Danny Bat did it's a fantastic he's getting booked for that there was things like them getting a corner where the last minute there they would drop ball when he gave Gooch the ball back he just gave them his four men around yeah. nothing's going to happen to that referee because of that performance today right because we've won the game if everyone people we all go to work you know and we all do I like I try, you know I try and do a reasonable job at work right <laughs> If I did a shit job at work, you'd be called out on it, and you'd, stuff would happen to you, and you'd be disciplined for it. Referees seem to walk. If a, if a footballer is shit, they get dropped. If a referee's shit, nothing ever happens. They go, well, they go oh, well, it's a difficult job. It's not really, mate. No. You're just like running about watching. You're, like, you're, not, you're not getting where as whether a player just throwing themselves. Not have to be a fucking. Like, it's not. It isn't. Yeah, I know things are like borderline. They've got to make a call sometimes. Yeah, that's like some stuff. Some things are a difficult call. That officiating day was nothing short of a disgrace. After the Danny Bart one, where he's won the ball and he's booked him, and you just thought like, all oh, right, by now um, he's taking a piss. And and that one where the player comes in and he just pushes Dan Neil over. Yeah, he gives a corner <laughs> for that touchline, and he gives a corner for it. And you're like, right, yeah, he's he's. Actually taking a piss now. And you look like Quite Martin Lewis. Quite. <laughs> Complete yeah. arsehole. Honestly, that fucking. I'm not having it. Like, it needs. To, nothing will ever be done about it. Nothing. It's never going to stop. Referees will always be rubbish, and it'll always impact games, and people will always be cost points of it because of it, and people will just go, oh well, it balances itself out in the end. Well, it doesn't matter. What is it? It doesn't. It's irrelevant. Do I find it confusing because it's sort of like if we can see it. How can yeah, he not see that's it? what I mean. That's supposed to have a assessors. Lot of obvious things, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a referee. Who's big boss referee? But why is big referee boss not like getting involved? I don't know who that is for the EFL. To be honest, be some dickhead like Webb does it for the Premier League. Well, he's another, another, another Webber, yeah. just another. I mean, look at him in the World Cup final. <laughs> yeah. How can he? How can he like say, "Oh, you're not very good." You the whole... think there'd be a system where every game gets reviewed? It's a farce. It should get reviewed, but I'm not convinced anything ever happens. And yeah. the reason I'm making this point now is because I don't want it to be construed as a point of us blaming exactly. a referee for yeah. something. We do after we've won so, the game. Yeah. And uh, like the fact that we've won the game despite that performance... Because yeah. it could have cost us that. It, well, it, it could have quite easily. Yeah. And it's just, it's Any not good day. enough. Like, it isn't good enough. And so, nothing's... I say it's weird, but nothing's ever going to be done, is it? But, you know, hey-ho. I'm annoyed. Well, I'm not now, actually. I needed to get that up. <laughs> it's not annoying, but it, it's it's systemic at the end of the day and nothing's ever going to get done about it, and that's the problem. It's a fundamental problem yeah, within the, work, in the workings of the game. And it's, it's true, and, yeah, it is. It's down. true. But uh, I, I feel much better <laughs> yeah, now. Good, good. We'll, we'll, we'll finish by giving us some prayers. And uh, Jack Clark, I want to say, like... Always make himself available, yeah. or like whatever happens, and um, what you know, he goes through up and down spells, and he has a few weeks where he's not really doing it. But 
his touch is just so good. The way, like, it doesn't matter what pace or height somebody fires the ball, a cross-field ball to him, he doesn't just take it down, he pushes it into his own path every time. That's such a talent. Uh, Robert's, um, Robert's touch when oh he was on. Oh, my God. Well, he took it down the middle of the oh. park, swivelled on it, and then stood up and just took it away. I mean, it's so beautiful. I mean... <laughs> It's just—it's sensational, sensational stuff. It's great. It was a—it was, was a perfect away performance, you could say. Really, yeah. thought we were great. Oh, it was just amazing. Yeah. Really good. And we'll get to tomorrow with Sheffield United aren't playing yeah. that well, and it's—they're not. We needed. I think we really needed that. We really needed that result. Well, it gives you a lot of confidence. Oh, we won't—we won't talk about Wednesday. Up. No. Stephen and Gareth will be back tomorrow. Who's on? Uh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> It's a surprise. Oh, well, a surprise for you when you dial in and Chris Weatherspoon's on again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. Uh, Gareth, Stephen, we've gone from being uh, never available to, like, too available. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> terrible thing. Um, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gareth, see me back tomorrow. I'll be back. I think Tom might be back on, on uh, the preview show this week. So uh, that'd be nice. And... Uh, that's it really Don, is there anything to read on the no, website enjoy your Sunday enjoy your Sunday <laughs> I'm in the harbour so come there uh, cheers all the best FDR clothing check it out and remember everything is pointless cheers all the best <laughs>